In this week's California Chill Hour report brought to you by Dormex. Wake up your buds with Dormex. UC Cooperative Extension Orchard Systems Advisor Kat Jarvis-Sheehan highlighted some climate projections that will have a significant impact on chill accumulation and what that will mean for walnut and pistachio trees over the next several years. One of the researchers who thinks about this and is great at visualizing and projecting out these changes, he looked at it from a perspective of, okay, if you have one bad chill year out of 10, you can probably weather that storm economically, but we need to know like how much chill we feel comfortable saying you can expect nine out of 10 years. So when we look at the amount of chill you can expect nine out of 10 years, you know, around 2000, we could expect 70 chill portions in that around there, nine out of 10 years. So you could safely say, all right, if I plant a crop that has chill requirement of 60 portions or 65 portions, nine out of 10 years, my tree is going to meet that chill requirement because we are going to get up to 79 out of 10 years. So that'll be fine. But then they looked into the future. So if the valley generally gets 70 chill portions, 9 out of 10 years at the turn of the century, what are we expecting for the middle of the century? You know, and and middle of the century feels like a long way away, but that's 2040 to 2060 is the way climate scientists define that. That's 17 years from now. So an orchard you're putting in the ground right now will be in the middle of its prime, pistachio-wise and walnut-wise, hopefully, in that time frame. And we're expecting a decrease in chill of about 15 to 20%, depending on where in the valley you are, by 2040. So that's more in the realm of 51 chill portions, nine out of 10 years here in the Southern San Joaquin, where we're doing this interview right now, and about 60 chill portions in Sac Valley in Northern San Joaquin, which means if you're growing something like Kerman, which pistachios, which requires 55 to 60 chill portions, at least one out of 10 years, you're not going to hit that mark probably more often than that. So I'd say orchards that are going in the ground right now, young orchards that are coming into bearing about 10 years from now, they're going to be expected to often experience 10 to 15% less chill in their prime when they're in that 15th to 20th leaf prime relative to what we have historically considered normal chill accumulation. As researchers continue looking at new varieties to potentially address the lack of chill, Jarvis Sheehan has been working with dormancy-breaking materials like Dormex that can help mitigate some of the challenges related to chill accumulation in the short term. So let's not just be doom and gloom about this. Let's talk about solutions. You know, the trees that are in the ground now, you gotta, how's it go? You dance with the one that brung you, right? Like you're stuck with those trees for quite a while. So you can't change that variety or its chilling requirement, but you can apply things to those trees to help compensate in those low chill years. So pistachio growers have some history with horticultural oil, which is not something we use in other tree crops, but to varied degrees of success depending on the year. That's been kind of a hard tool to uh, really get right consistently. There are things that you can apply to the trees that are essentially reflectants. So as we are in these lower fog times, it keeps the branches from heating up as much with the sun bearing down on them during the winter. And then we get into the traditional dormancy breaking chemicals. So we've been looking at various forms of nitrate because CAN-17 is liquid. It's a lot easier to work with than like potassium nitrate. So that's what we've been looking at as a dormancy breaker and erger, which which is a cocktail, branded cocktail of nitrogen, and then hydrogen cyanamide. And we found all three of those, uh, in walnuts at least, are effective at helping trees wake up from dormancy earlier 
than they would have without some intervention. And information from the UC Davis Chill Calculator shows that as of February 28, the Durham Simmis Station has logged 70.5 portions under the dynamic model with 917 hours below 45 degrees. The station in Manteca has registered 65.9 portions with 763 hours. There have been 993 hours in Merced with 65.3 cumulative portions. In five points, there have been 807 chill hours, equating to 62.5 portions. Finally, the Sima station in Shafter has registered 57.9 portions with 786 hours. And this has been another episode of the California Chill Hour Report, brought to you by Dormex.